0: here because I'm recording this little intro well after our conversation and she's got better things to do. Um, but we're going to continue the conversation now. So thanks for listening. So it gets super. It's deep stuff, man. And yet there's also, you know, jokes and references to My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is a very silly podcast and and the West Wing and, you know. I mean, the, the Easter eggs and the shout
1: outs and the, yes. like, there's so much in the lyrics and the style yeah. and the song choices that I'm, like, in awe of. It's masterful.
0: <laughs> it's funny, because on Disney+, Plus they show in the credits, like, for each song, they say, okay, here's this song, here's who wrote it, and then includes elements from. And, like, My Shot and Ten Duel Commandments are both, like, this chunk of text of all the things he, he sampled or was inspired by or borrowed from, and you know, they're all credited. And it's like, wow, I didn't realize they were quite that much. I mean, when you read, you can look online on Genius.com and you can see annotations. Or there's a book that came out a few years ago. Yeah. uh, Where they, uh, he, it's, where they've got the full lyrics of the the show and uh, Lynn has annotated them talking about, you know, where this came from, where that came from. And, uh, and yeah, you can see, you know, that's where all the references are mentioned, but.
1: Yeah, I have that book. And I had already listened to the musical and seen the musical when I got the book. And I learned so much. <laughs> like it's just, mm-hmm. like when you first listen to it, it's hard because it, it is like there is rap, there's all different kinds of things woven into it. And sometimes people are singing at the same time. So it's hard mm-hmm. on your first listen to get the full depth of what is happening and what is being said. You can follow the story, I think. But like, The nuance that we're talking about in these lyrics, the play on words, like you almost need to Mm -hmm. look at it to like fully appreciate and understand what is happening and how he's like, there's so many meanings and connections to what's happening in America today that tie directly back to like the birth of our nation.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, and, and things even even now. Like so the things that he talks about were happening then were still happening now about things. And it's, yeah, it's amazing. Um, but I think it's also a lesson in originality and getting inspiration from other artists and that that's okay, that you can, how to kind of learn from others and make things your own. Right, because no one's saying, Lynn, you copied this person," you know, because you, you referred to it, You're like, no, he didn't. He he, it's completely original. He used it in a completely original way, but he includes his love for he you all know, the things he loves in there, including a silly comedy podcast that he's a fi- fan of. There are several several references to my brother, my brother, and me in there. Um. Which I didn't catch until I started listening to my brother, my brother, and me a lot. And then I listened to it again. I'm like, oh, my God. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a, Griffin says that all the time. That's a thing. You know, so, yeah. And so I think uh, one other lesson that you can learn from this is to take the things you love. And you can use them even if you think they, you know, they might not fit. And that's okay. Because that's still part of you. And it's, you know, I mean, obviously don't steal things. But, you know, you, you put yourself into it. There's no there's no rules. Yeah, I mean there's obviously copyright law, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but I
1: mean he sampled like he even sampled tons of music from different yeah. styles, um, different past musicals. He references Sondheim a lot. Like there's so oh, yeah. much, and he's like, I-, I love the fact that the music like each person's tone and sort of the way in which they present themselves in the lyric and their Mm -hmm. song is like a reflection of their personality and it's different. So you realize like Mm -hmm. Thomas Jefferson has a one style and George Washington has a very different style in the way Mm -hmm. that he comes across musically. And I'm just like,
0: whoa. (laughs) And Eliza doesn't rap for a reason. right? Um, Angelica sings really fast for a reason. And yeah, it's, it's so good. Um, so, maybe we can talk more also about the, uh, about Lin Manuel Miranda and the creative process that what we know of it going into making this. Because I've yeah. done some reading about it, because obviously I'm a voracious fan and therefore must learn everything there is to know about the thing. That's how I work. Um, so, one of the things that I was struck by was how long it took him. Mm-hmm. He said that it took him a year to write my shot. Which, wow, a year. If I took a year to write one song, I'd, I'd be so mad at myself. But no, it took a year. Yeah, I think and, he's even know,
1: was- quoted talking about, like, how he went back to... I don't remember which individual. They were like, if it's going to take you a year to write, like, one song, we are never going to finish this musical. Yeah. Like, you've got to speed it up a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That might have been one of the earlier ones and stuff. but Or, like, there was... um there, there's a, uh, in the story of Tonight, uh, there's a, a lyric he or a, a melody line that he'd actually given to someone else for some reason. Um, I've got a bridge to sell you. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, I need that for, you know, no matter what they tell you. Uh, so he called that this person up and asked her, like, hey, can I have that back? And she's like, yeah, sure, it's yours. So, like, you know, he reused stuff and he, he switched things around. Um, and that was okay, too. Right. Didn't he, he also write didn't... that
1: song, The Story of Tonight? Didn't he write that, like, when he was a teen or something? I feel like he Maybe wrote so. the lyrics to that years and years earlier and didn't have a place, a way to use it, and then, like,
0: came back to it. Maybe so. I know he was also inspired by a scene in, um, Patrick Rothfuss's, uh, The Name of the Wind, if you've read that book. Mm-mm um he really likes that book and there's a point in there where the, the characters are are kind of you sitting around drinking together and they're having kind of a nice bonding moment and lynn liked that and he so he borrowed that 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 moment um you know obviously wasn't stealing anything but just like oh i'd like to have a moment like that in my in my show and so i'm going to use that So it's another place of being finding inspiration everywhere yeah, I love
1: the idea that that he picked up that giant biography on vacation in an airport and and yeah. read the first few chapters and was like, "This is a musical." Because to me, I'm like, I tried yeah. to read that biography and I was like, "I I can't do this," um and I it's... never would have thought, "Oh, like let's turn this into a musical or a play or a this or that." It, it, it would not have crossed my mind.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, and and. Yeah, the fact that he's he brings these disparate elements together—that's part of his genius. And and so I think I, I I think for as a as a writer, it sort of shows that you can get inspiration from different places where you don't expect it, and it's it's a you know that's another big magic thing, right? Like, what if he hadn't picked that up? You know, so um. Oh, and another big magic thing—he he had a, a tweet that he put out once where he it was as he implied that um the ghosts of alexander hamilton were still bothering him to finish it and he, he told him I, I finished it i finished it oh okay sorry go back to sleep and i was like oh i like that you no know, so that we talked about having a muse you yeah. know like well he had he had alexander hamilton saying so dude i someone's gonna take me off the ten dollar bill this is ridiculous uh you got to get to it man and he picked him and the idea flowed through him and he, he was able to make it work. And it reminds me, like as a creative, this is something that I'm still
1: struggling with, but learning to trust my my intuition and learning to listen to that mm-hmm. voice more because we're taught to think like, oh, it has to be logical. We have to plan everything like we can't stray from our outline. Mm-hmm. We can't like we're just caged in so much by society and rules mm-hmm. and processes and how things are supposed to be that we often get those sparks and we think oh but i'm not the one who i'm not good enough to do that or i don't have the time to do Mm -hmm. that or that's you know that's a silly idea nobody's gonna like that or read that or watch that and i'm like he didn't do that right Mm -hmm. i love that he didn't do that and that he went back to it he trusted it and he told other people about it and even when they thought he was crazy he's like no like i got an idea here's a song listen to it and then people heard it and they're like Oh, I get this. I see this. There is something here and Mm -hmm. you should keep pursuing it. But it kind of reminds me that you have to be your first cheerleader. Like you have to be the advocate. You have to take the chance. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, that's fine. But you have to give that project the life of the opportunity to succeed. If you never pursue it and write it on paper,
0: it just, it's, it could die with you. And the and the belief he had in his project, you know. So the whole thing it started when he was did that that um, performance at the White House. If you've seen that, have you seen that that video? The first time. So the the first time he performed. So, uh, President Obama had asked him to come to this this special evening and to ask him to sing a little bit from In the Heights, which is his first musical, uh, which you know also very successful. Um, won tony's you know so it's not like nothing like he didn't come from nowhere he already had a very successful musical um and so he, he asked him hey can you come perform a little bit and lynn said yeah and then he said but actually what i'd rather do is i want to sing something from this new thing And it was going to be just a concept album at first it wasn't going to be a musical um so he's like i want to i want to sing a little new stuff from this new concept album which you know that's a great place to try out new materials at the white house <laughs> but that's that's what he did um and the first, when he sang it and he sang the, the um the opening number uh and it's almost exactly the way it is now so that he had that written at that point um there is a titter of laughter when he goes to the first time he goes Alexander Hamilton and the reason is is cuz he changes tone really fast and and you could it's just a a, a rhythmic joke a style like a a tone joke um it's not that they thought it was funny it was just that he went from this from big to small really fast and, and so it was a joke but the fact is that he had the belief in it to say yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try this out in front of the president because um, I, I believe in it and i think this is the, the place to bring it was you know I, I i need to have that kind of belief in my own work you know that kind of faith to talk about trusting to say, "No, let's go for it. See what happens." And yeah, and what happened was they laughed, but then they didn't. So, and there's a tweet he has about that too about yeah, that yeah, they'll laugh, keep going anyway. Yeah. You have to trust in your own genius. Yeah. Got to believe in it because no one else will. So
1: And so this and he- I think it's interesting because it was like 2008, I believe, when he found the book Mm -hmm. and what is it 2014 when it came out on off-Broadway or 15? I don't, I can't remember. I can't remember. It's about six to seven years of time during which he did the Mm -hmm. White House appearance. If you're talking about, they did the mixtape like workshop and I was watching um, an interview and they were talking about, how even then, like people had heard samples of different things and they were like, this is gonna be informal, it's kind of casual, there's like not many people are gonna be showing up and they were floored by like who was in the audience Mm -hmm. and how receptive people were. And one of the producers was like, I realized right then that like this was an absolute must of a show that had to go on because you could just feel the response I think that was the first, mm-hmm. well, maybe the second time that they had like yeah. an audience and you could see the way the audience was responding and absorbing the songs and the content and engrossed in this thing that seems like, eh, does that really make a good story? And they were like, Yes, yes, it does. This works. Yeah. Um, but there's yeah, there's something about that idea. That. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he didn't set up to do that. Yeah. And there's something about this idea of like they're still kind of humble about it. <laughs> They're still kind of yeah. like, how did this like thing become a life of its own? And people just mm-hmm. like connected to this material in a show in a way that
0: hasn't happened in other yeah. musicals. And, you know, I don't, I would be very surprised if it happened again. You know, Lynn's next Broadway musical isn't going to be Hamilton. Mm hmm. You know there's no way it's going to be excellent he's very good but he didn't set out to do a world changing thing and he didn't set out to and he, he i don't i don't believe he's holding himself to that standard he just he just goes with you know all the stuff we were talking about all last time The the belief in your work and the trust in the in the creative magic that happens and uh, he also, you know, because it's theater, it's collaborative. So he had people around him helping him. You know, he he didn't. I mean, he wrote all the lyrics, but he also had um, Tommy Kale and Alex Lackamar to to work with as well. You know, so it was a team effort. Um, but yeah, that that's what did it. And and then you just then if if lightning happens to conduct through you well then great, but that's not the, the end goal. That's just kind of a secondary thing that happens.
1: And that's one of the things that stands out to me about the creative community. And when I think about building your tribe or building your group mm-hmm. of peers that um, are like-minded and talented, like you need to meet other writers. You need to meet other creatives mm-hmm. because The cool thing is like most of the people who did the off-Broadway, most of the people who were like involved in the demo, like they were involved all the way through to the first New Mm -hmm. York run. And you're right. He didn't do it alone. (laughs) It's like it was all of these other people coming in and investing their time and their skills and their talent to his vision of what the show would be. And that collaboration um, that I think doesn't always happen in novels, but should like because i think you should get beta Mm -hmm. readers and you should have a critique group and you should like be able to bounce ideas off of uh folks in a safe space and that is also part of what i love about how he continues to conduct himself and Mm -hmm. continues to give credit to other folks not just himself for the success of this musical
0: he could walk into these things going oh yeah no i'm i'm look at me i'm i'm amazing but he never is he he's and that's another great thing about Lynn that I've uh really impressed by and, and hope to emulate is he's he is about giving. Like mm-hmm. he's always talking about how great other people are, all doing all this work to to like like as if he's like, Okay, well I've gotten this thing. Now I have a duty to use it to help. You know, like so he was he accepted his uh what was it was it the wasn't this Tony, it was the Grammy, where he did the love is love is love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a Grammy, Was it right? the Grammy no. or the...
1: Yeah, because they don't do... Do they do awards for the Pulitzer? I don't remember.
0: No. Academy. Yeah, I think it was the Grammy. But, and he... So he's like, oh, I've got this, this platform. Let's use this for this. Or, like, as soon as he could, so much went for helping Puerto Rico. And immediately, like, he... Like, it was instant, the change from successful play to... Let's leverage this to raise money to make make the world a better place immediately. Um, and he's constantly lifting up the people who he's worked with. Um, which I, I is, I think really important as part of being an artist. and maybe that's part of why he felt so safe doing such a wacky thing because he was he had given so much to the community, and he knew he could trust it. you know like like there was, he had that, that connection. So that work yeah. together you know yeah and i mean in the heights i think that was his first big
1: mm-hmm. show that he yeah they wrote it in college yeah. yeah so but i mean like let's not that was a very successful show yeah. as well so he wasn't coming to this completely like cold or blind or unknown people knew him and knew of his reputation yeah. and his skills so like he had proved himself to some he extent He was already a
0: macarthur genius yeah. at that it's point like yeah <laughs>
1: And that that reiterates this idea, like, this doesn't happen overnight. This isn't, like, the lightning in the bottle suddenly, like, who's this unknown person? It feels like it because we weren't engaged or connected for years and years. But, like, it took six Mm -hmm. or seven years to develop. He was already an award-winning, you know, playwright Mm -hmm. and lyricist and songwriter. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah. It's lots of hard work behind the scenes
0: it takes a long time. Yeah, he's yeah, he's also super dedicated like he talks about how he, you know, he stays up all night doing stuff. I'm like, I wish I could do that. I <laughs> can't. That irritates me. It's always been something that's frustrated me is like this need to sleep. It's like, oh, why? But um yeah, I mean he did, not to he works very hard and, and you know, he's achieved these things very young, but um and I don't mean to to den- denigrate that at all. It's amazing, but one one of the things that I feel is going to give him longevity is his is really his attitude and his generosity and his willingness to collaborate and learn and you know he's just a he's a great guy. Just I love Lynn. Yeah. So, you know, emulate likely. him. Be humble, mm-hmm. be brave. <laughs> yeah. It's a song, right? Be humble and kind. Yeah. There's a song. Humble and kind, I think it's called. I don't know. But yeah, humble, brave, generous as an artist, and uh, it'll take you pretty far. Yay! Are you
1: gonna go watch this again?
0: <laughs> I don't think I can take it emotionally. Um, I can't. You got to. You got to take breaks. You can't just like loop around once it's over. You need. You need some time to kind of decompress. So I probably won't watch it again today. But later this week, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that's about everything we have to say about Hamilton. It's not. It's not everything we have to say about Hamilton, but it's everything we're going to say about it right now. Listen to it if you haven't. If you have, come geek with us about it, because boy, oh, boy, do I love this show. But for now, I think we'll just say that, remember, writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Bye, everybody. Bye.